I recognize you. Know, I'm I'm coming in as your f- future husband. That's that's probably how they're always going to identify me because mm-hmm. that's just how people be how 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 it is. You just, you're going to be the person that I'm close with, partner. Mm. And we can that's Seandra's husband. Yeah, Seandra's husband. They I'm, they they gonna know my name. They gonna know my name and stuff like that. Yeah, just like on my you know on my side of family, you're probably you're going you're they gonna know you as Seandra, but like the descriptor is this is Brandon's wife. Yeah, you know Brandon. It's gonna be like you know Brandon's wife, Seandra, or they're gonna be like you know Seandra, Brandon's wife, or and yeah, that's just as high as I'm so gassed off of that idea. Yeah, I just like your the face. Way that it your sounds. face is just so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so cute. <laughs> Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Buffet Podcast, <laughs> brought to you by your favorite hosts, Brandon and Deandra. <laughs> Welcome to episode 109, and jumping right into it, y'all go ahead and hit that like and subscribe, like and subscribe, like and subscribe, because we're continuing on our journey of getting more subscribers now so we crossed the 120 uh barrier like yesterday or a couple days ago so you know ding dong trying to be still trying to hit that 200 so every little bit helps so please and thank you we appreciate it now that being said how you feeling babe i'm feeling good i was gonna say the volume is down real low but then i remember that I have a hat on for the people who are listening to the audio, and my hair is also over my ears, so this sound has a long way to travel Yeah, before I can actually hear it, and that's why it sounded low. But I'm doing swell. Oh, I can hear it now. Did you just turn up mine? Yeah, let's turn up yours. Oh, fancy. <laughs> you doing well? Mm-hmm. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I know I'm doing pretty good. You know, I, can, I cannot complain, you know, so I'm just get, trying to... Getting ready to start staying, staying warm. These temperatures seem to be dropping and staying dropped for a little bit longer. And also, we're about to, you know, travel to cold weather. To colder weather, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I can't complain. I'm having a good time right now. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So today, we, I think we were just we were just going to going to freestyle it. We were just going to talk we about. Could- you know, just what's topical, and then what came to mind uh, for me was that we are heading into the holiday season. The going into, I guess technically it used to be called Thanksgiving. I don't know, is it still called Thanksgiving? It's still called Thanksgiving. We haven't officially, but I, you know, there's a indigenous indigenous, no, indigenous people's day is Columbus Day. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. so Thanksgiving, I think it's still Thanksgiving. I don't think it's mm-hmm. been. Well, I'm call it Happy uh, Friends, Family, and Food Day. Okay, FFF. Yeah, Triple F Day. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, a lot of us may be traveling across the country. It's going to be a lot of stress and frustration because you know how it is when you get around family. You know what I'm saying? How it can be. It you, yeah, you're right. How it be can be when you get around family is just you know the family dynamics come out into play. You know, food, drink, people just get you know get a little loose at the tongue. You know, uh-huh. get you get you know. Uh, Brought in on any beefs that you may have been missing because you don't live there no more or what have you. I don't know what your story is, but it could be something along those lines. <sighs> How prepared are you? Are you prepared? Are you ready? Are you excited? Do you Are you dreading it? If you're dreading it, why are you going? 
I don't know. I feel like the holidays are uh, an interesting time for a lot of people because even in thinking about like this upcoming holiday, the characters change, right? Like who is there changes from year to year as people pass, right? So like members of your family that are no longer with you as people in your family grow up and like cousins are at college or are traveling to their partner or significant other's family for the Thanksgiving holiday. And so there are definitely times that can be tense or like holidays that can bring tension But I think because it changes so much every time, I don't think that you should always be harping on what happened the last time. Do you get what I'm saying? Like the last time I went home for Thanksgiving, it was some foolishness. Okay, but that was the last time. What's going to happen this time? Because again, like the characters change. Mm -hmm. You change. change. The characters can change. You maybe change and changing Mm -hmm. your reaction to those characters. And so you don't know what the experience is going to be like this time when you go home, you know, you're going to be a fiance. You're going to be like official. You're not just like a boyfriend, secondary character. You're like, I asked to be a part of this. I'm trying to click up with y'all. Yeah. And so. What's good. Yeah. You got to be down with the set. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is interesting, you know, in the sense of, yeah, I think, you know, coming back home, especially when you don't live there anymore, mm-hmm. and you come back with, like, a status change is, like, it hit different. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, I'm sure it's going to be, it's going to be, it may be overwhelming or, like, an adjustment for you coming back home because you're going back to see your people mm-hmm. and, and that everyone being there asking you a bunch of questions and things of that nature. And I'm sure it's going to be the same thing or something cl- something close to it. When I, you know, go back to my to my side of the family as well, and that's going to be frustrating. Not for me. Side. I'm just I'm not a lot of people people person. A lot of people at the same time person is just like uh, my battery's going to be drained infinitely mm. faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm happy, but it, like I'm not. You know, it's like uh, what's that guy? Uh, Black Panther. Before he passed, remember when he when he first started the tour, he was Wakanda forever, real happy. And then towards the end of that tour, he was just like Wakanda forever. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm tired of this foolishness. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, babe. I don't know what expectations I have for people in terms of us being home and being newly engaged. I think that's how you set it. I think that may be how you could set yourself up for failure. What? In the sense of like you going home and you have all these large expectations yeah. for how things are going to be, and then like it does you forget that everyone you want to meet have their own life. Like they're there mm-hmm. for a few hours out of the day to come together and eat, but like they got plans before and after this. Their life does not revolve around you, just like yours doesn't revolve, revolve around them. So having perhaps having a lot of those expectations and thinking that like, oh yeah, we're gonna go there, and then the whole weekend is gonna be all about us, and we're gonna be. Be in, you know, we're gonna be doing stuff with them. It's like, nah, you probably gonna, you may just see them for a few hours. Hey, what's up? Get a couple plays, and then they out, and then we probably ain't gonna see them, you know, see or speak to them again until we leave, or if that. Mm-hmm. And if you have a, a different expectation, I can see how that can be very, very disappointing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely don't mm-hmm. set yourself up for a uh, disappointment that that way. It can, you know, it kind of feels like you're the, the prodigal child returning when you don't, when you don't live, you know, close to your family. It, I can I understand the feeling of like y'all finna come home. Everybody gonna be like, oh yeah, be back. Let's go see him. La da 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 da. Niggas don't really. I mean, and it's like whatever. You know, what I'm saying? if they see you, they see you. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying nine times out of ten, they trying to get you to go see them. But it, it, go them and you. So you got to spend 
per, if they if it, they have it their way, you just you're gonna spend half to three quarters of your time there, just traveling to different people's houses. I'm like, no, I'm I don't I'm not here often. I'm gonna be in one place. It's easier if all of y'all come see me than it is me come see each one of y'all different households. But that's just me. That's just me. That's fair, babe. And I think you're right. Mm-hmm. The world doesn't stop mm-hmm. because you come home. And if you haven't nurtured those relationships outside of the time right. when you're actually at home, it's a much harder pull to get me to go and see you. And maybe the same is true, like for you to come want yeah. to come and see me. Because what are we going to talk about when we see each other anyway? Right. What's good? Hey. Now you have to catch me up on however long it's been since the last time that we saw each other. Like I'm supposed to get the whole backstory of 2023. Because it's now the 11th month of the year and I'm seeing you for the first time. I don't think so. And because it's Christmas or Thanksgiving, I'm supposed to act pretend or act like I I care more than, you know, what it it is. But I think we have different uh, approaches to extended family. Talk talk to me about that difference. What do you think my approach is versus yours? I feel like it feels like, well, maybe not feels like. I'm a, for what from what I've observed. There we go. It seems like you're much more open and active in your family's extended family's goings on and things of that nature. Versus me, I'm, I feel like I'm much more closed off in the sense of just like <sighs> out of sight, out of mind type situation. Now that may not necessarily reflect the actuality of it, mm-hmm. uh, of like. How you actually feel? I'm just from what I see, it looks that way. And then if I have a conversation with you, it may be like, "Yeah, I love them," and like I also have a battery for this. But I just, I'm just more willing to like explore this, and then on the back end, I'm like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I another point to that though is our families are definitely different in size. <laughs> like my extended it's family is true. like ten people. It's not that many people my that I have to. Is so- yeah. So it's overwhelming. It's so it's overwhelmingly big. Okay, I think that's true. I feel like your well, I think that's also because of it's, the generations is different. Like the the age of your 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 mm-hmm. mom's age is like damn near the same age as like my oldest my older brother. Mm-hmm. My parents come from a, from like they're boomers. So like they come from a time where having six, five plus kids was like normal. And all of their siblings also have multiple, like more than two to three kids. Mm -hmm. And then all them kids have kids. And it's like, bro. mm -mm. Yeah. Something about the boomer stuff missed my family pretty clearly. Like my maternal grandmother is an only child. Mm -hmm. And on my paternal side, my grandmother is one of six, but they didn't also, they also did not have like very many children. So Mm -hmm. I know all of them. There's like a couple of only kids who then only also only had one kid. So like my extended family is not that large. Uh, And we also have had a lot of loss over that span of time. So there are not that many people that are a part of my extended family that I Mm. don't know or have some side of, sort of relationship with in terms of like, oh, remember when we were kids and we did this thing or like oh. we were here together or okay. I saw you last year. Like it, it's just a different um, connection point, I think, than what you have with your family mm-hmm. where they're like, we, you moved to a different like place and you weren't close physically. And so there was that separation. And yeah. then it was like, it's too many of y'all for all of us to be friends and close. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's a part of it. And I also am open to having that relationship because my family is smaller. Like 
I do think because our family is smaller, a lot of people in my family have created chosen families outside of our family of origin. So friends are really important, I know, to people in my Mm -hmm. family. And like my cousins in a frat, like I know his frat brothers are very important to him. So I don't think that me having that open door policy means that everyone's going to walk through the door. It just means that it's there and it's available because I recognize, again, there aren't that many of us. And having had the experience that I've had with friends or chosen family and like just moves that I made in my own life makes me have a different level of appreciation for the family that I was born into, even Mm -hmm. if it's smaller. I feel that. I I don't know, but I'm curious to see if that changes for you or if it, if it what kind of thing would have to happen what kind of impetus would have to happen to make your relationship with your extended family change that's a good question that's a very good question i don't that i don't have an answer for at this at this moment in time i can't think of anything uh right now mm-hmm. Because the other thing I'm thinking is like again, you also haven't had much loss in your family. That right? is true. I, that's, I'm, that is, we've had good luck. We seem to have a combination of like longevity and just like tenacity. Like on some like I'm not leaving here yet. Like you gonna have to like you gonna have to drag me from life type type stuff. So <laughs> they hold, I got a lot of older you know grandparents and stuff like that and that are just. They just do grit and willpower, just be pushing on and pushing through. And I, you know, I respect them for it. But yeah, so I've been lucky in that aspect. I haven't had too much loss uh, on in, uh, on either side of my family. I've had had some a little bit, but it's like not nowhere near the numbers I didn't I didn't seen from like everybody else. I feel like I'm definitely above, uh, below the the bell curve when it comes to that. Um, and yeah, and you got a lot of longevity. We got a lot of eighty plus year old people, ninety. I think we got some that live to be at least a hundred, you know, at least on my dad's side and stuff like that. And yeah. And then because of that, you know, so I, I, what is it? Like my mom is one of five or six. Each of them got about at least two to three, at least two to three, like minimum. Mm-hmm. That's just on my mama's side. My dad, I think he's one of four. Right, one of four. That sounds right. Each of them got at least two, closer to three, and then my dad got half brothers and and and, and sister uh-huh. that I'm just and cousins and stuff. I'm finding out apparently everywhere I lived, somebody is related to my dad close by. That's funny. We went to San Antonio. So, oh yeah, you know you got an uncle. We know you got an uncle, but I do. <laughs> so it's a, it's a lot of kids. I got cousins who got I got cousins who got kids who mm-hmm. got kids. Mm-hmm. You do. I got cousins who is grandparents. I which I feel like it feels wild, but I also feel like that's not unusual either. A lot of people be out here. That's true. And I guess I wonder if if a part of the story of my family is that like people choose their family externally, like their friends, whatever become family. If a part of the story of your family is that like your nuclear family mm-hmm. is your family. It's not that mm-hmm. you don't have relationships with them, but that like, no, I know. I hear what you're saying. Oh yeah. It's not that you don't have relationships with them. It's just like for all of us to gather in one place would be so much work. Like mm-hmm. my, what I consider to be my family is the people who are, in my household mm. 
more than the extended family. And for me, my family is, of course, the people who are in my household. But, like, I definitely see my extended family mm-hmm. as, like, they in here, too. I get that. I get that. I think, for me, I I took that step of being, like, I established what my family is. Like, my immediate family, for sure. And then, like, my friends are very important to me as well. And I think I'm – seems like I'm different from the rest of my family in the sense of, like, they – really try to encompass as many. Mm. So they want to go to the family reunions and I'm just like, no, they want to, they, they want to do that. You know, that's your cousin. That's your second cousin. I'm like, you're speaking gobbledygook to me. Like, okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, but to me, I think I'm a little different in the sense of, cause I pull, I feel like I pulled away or pulled back into, I get to choose who is part of my, part of my family. I got cousins and stuff like that, that I'm like significantly closer to or what work was considered. Ooh, it was significantly closer to mostly because I had the most interaction with them. Mm-hmm. Like they, I remember them from childhood. They would like babysit me and stuff like that. Uh, and then even as I you know grew older, they, we were cool. And then until they like they moved out, moved away, and moved far out. And I moved about my life, and we just kind of when I when I say when I separated, we just living our lives. Uh, yeah, and mostly because in, uh, in addition to. It's just a little, little part of me that I always felt cut off from my extended family. Mm-hmm. Of course, there was like story behind it that I didn't know about and stuff like that, that, that you know, that came, that came out and, and stuff like that. But it's like I've never really felt a pull to be close to or know my extended extended family. If I was in an interaction with you, like, OK, I mean, but I'm like, I never felt the need to like, oh, I need to. They need to be in my life because like that's my that's your uncle. I'm like, and like mm-hmm. I don't I don't feel any kind of connection to it. And the more. My parent, my mom, or whatever, like try to push me to and try to like make force me to be like, oh, you should, you should, you need to know these people because I'm like, the more I don't want to do it, mm-hmm. didn't want to do it. I, I don't like that. Yes, Brandon's got to be free if you tell him what to do. Yeah, and of course, it's way to get him and, to not do it. And you, you, we know how within black communities. <sighs> We excuse a lot of BS because they family. Mm-hmm. Like they they be moving wild, they be doing shit that you don't do. That be excuse me. I'm trying to cut down on cursing during the podcast. They be doing a lot of. They do a lot of. They may do things that you don't like. They mm-hmm. they they cross you. They play in your face or they playing people that's close to your face. And then you're they try to make it seem like you're not allowed to be mad at that or be frustrated with that because you said that's your uncle or they, or it's because. They didn't do that to me. So like mm-hmm. your relationship to them shouldn't be be changed because of what they did to somebody else who may be close to me. I'm like, no, like that that may be kind of true, I guess, but I see how you move. I don't want to be close to anybody who's capable of doing that. So I move accordingly. And then so that that comes about to be like, well, why are you treating your family like this? Because like I do not you don't get a pass from me just because you you family, like I, I hate you, like you I treat it harder because like you in a position of privilege. Like you get People let their guard down around family, and then mm-hmm. people who, who take advantage of that, to me, is not they deserve less, in my opinion. So I don't, I don't care. I cut you off forever. You cross somebody else to me. All right, cool. You ain't never gonna do that to me. You ain't never gonna be in a position to do me like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think I built up a more of a the family that I create mm-hmm. is significantly more important than the uh, the family that I was born into. That, yeah, to me. I hear that. I have two thoughts in response to that. Mm-hmm. One is about what we were talking about yesterday about our networks, right? And mm-hmm. about, like, 
how in building relationships with people you have access and opportunity to new things that you wouldn't have otherwise had access or opportunity to because like I know a guy, whatever, right? I think that sometimes our family, our families can be a network in the same way if we allow them to Agreed. be. And in and even I guess in in you not choosing to having access to someone in your family who is still willing to is important. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the idea that like there is this matriarch or patriarch in the family. So like maybe we don't all talk to cousin Joe, but somebody needs to know what's going on with him. So if something goes wrong, like we'll know where he's at, we can help him. Or Susie don't have no job. Let me call and see what Anthony can do for her. So maybe he can get her a job someplace where he works or like refer Mm. her to someplace. So I don't agree with the idea of, I guess, severing all ties from people who are a part of our family because a part of what is baseline for me in a family connection is that if you ask me, I'm going to like, I would do for you. If there was something Mm -hmm. that you needed that I was able to offer you, I would be willing to do it for you. Um, And that's what you can expect from me. And hopefully that's what I can expect from you. Like, I'm not going to be wild and like ask you for a million dollars. But like Mm -hmm. if tough times hit, like I think that dependability, being reliable and and having like a security blanket is a part of the benefit of having a family. Mm -hmm. While some of the negative things of like gossip or like, you know, that is a part of the con, but you don't get the pro without getting the con mm-hmm. sometimes. So I, I'm just curious to see what you think about that idea of like family acting as a network mm-hmm. and in removing yourself from that network. Now you've lost all the pros mm-hmm. as well as the cons. I do. I definitely, I definitely have, have acknowledged and recognized that to be true. And the fact that like, I kind of feel like I've, I've pulled away from a lot of most of my extended family. I do recognize that. I have also kind of pulled away from any benefit that I could, any you know, resources or what have you, I could I can tap into because of that. And then I was I recognized that like, yeah, that is true. Like I lose the opportunity to be like, I'd be able to call somebody up like, hey, you know, this is going on. What can you do to help? So like that. And then I, I recognize it and I'm like, it is what it is. Mm. Yeah. To, but to your point of like, if someone hit me up and be like, hey, la, 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 I do what I can, but I'm not going to go above and beyond. Like I can only do what I can do, mm-hmm. but you know, I think I'm more comfortable where it is because I feel like <sighs> I guess it, it could just be my my thinking is just like you know, give an inch, they try to take a mile. Mm. I see or have seen that happen more often than you know than like oh I got something going on with me, can you help? Blah blah blah, and then we we back good, and then I could, we can reciprocate. I don't. That's not the the feeling. That's not the the way I've seen things play out mm-hmm. within family, extended wise. It's always someone getting got. Like I'm in need, and then I don't hear nothing, or it was a finesse. So I'm just like, mm, I can't trust y'all niggas. That being said, this is not true for all of my extended family. Yeah, it's just like that was the impetus to be like, mm, I'm just looking at. People different looking at people. I'm like, hmm. And then as I current current came to understand more of the overall dynamic when it came to our family specifically and how the extended family viewed us and 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 vice versa, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, on some black sheep shit. I'm like, I ain't even know, but mm-hmm. I, mean, I ain't gonna talk. I ain't gonna. 
say too much on that. Yeah. My second thought as it relates to that Mm -hmm. is knowing how I relate to my extended family and you coming in as a, I don't know, I don't know what, what do you feel like your, your place is now that you're like, okay, I'm going to be marrying the person who has this open heart, open door policy with family. Everyone loves you in the family. And it's, it is, it is heartening to see it, it. I remember thinking, sorry, homie. No, I, like, I remember like first meeting like your family and seeing the interactions. I, it seemed like, you know, everybody like every time they love you. They're like, oh, see, da, 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 da. And I feel like I get a little bit of that, that love as a, as a, uh, a side piece of being like with you in the sense of like, Oh, we love her. We trust her. If she, if she picked you, you must be a cool dude. So I'm, a, you know, I'm res- uh, extend to you a little bit, that grace and that respect and stuff like that, which I appreciate. And then seeing how close you are to all your families, like, dang, this is what it could look like. And I'm like, dang, that's cool. And that's, you know, that's cool. And, I, and, and it's not only with you. I see that with all my friends. I see like my boy, Eric, he was fucking crazy close to his extended family. And he re- he really about it. I'm like, dang, this is how it can look in other places. Um, and sometimes I'm like, dang, it'd be cool. If, like I felt like I can get that from my family sometimes. But yeah, that's it. Now that's it. I like you. Your family's cool people. They seem they like me. I ain't got no, you know, I like them. We ain't got no, we ain't got no beef. We cool with it. And I'm content. I don't, I don't have any eye like, oh, this is the role I'm gonna play within the family. I don't have that idea. I'm just like, hey, I'm cool. I recognize you. I'm I'm coming in as your f- future husband. That's that's probably how they're always going to identify me. Because mm-hmm. that's just how people be how how it how it is. You just you're gonna be the person that I'm close with, partner. Mm. And we can that's Seandra's husband. Yeah, Seandra's husband. They, I'm, they they gonna know my name. They gonna know my name and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, just like on my you know on my side of family, you're probably you're gonna you're they gonna know you as Seandra, but like the descriptor is this Brandon's wife. Yeah, you know Brandon. It's gonna be like you know Brandon's wife, Seandra, or they're gonna be like you know Seandra, Brandon's wife. Or and yeah, that's just as high as I'm so gassed off of that idea. Yeah, I just like your the face. Way that it your sounds. face is just so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so cute. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't have any like expectations for, I guess, anything really changing too much as in in a, in the sense of just like what my role is going to be within like your family, if anything at all. That's fair. I mean, I don't know that it will change i guess the other thing which you know to be true is that there aren't very many men that's also true jesus that's one thing i did peep peep that but that's not unusual within feel like black communities but that that could just be a combination of the men in the family don't be showing up to a lot of the the family get together so like a lot of times just the woman be showing up but yeah for you yo, this is the overwhelming majority of women in your in your family, so you'll in a lot of times or in spaces you'll be the only man because I feel like the hard part about like my one male cousin is he's still a little he's still on the young side yeah he's still our baby <laughs> I know that he's a grown up but like he's still our baby nobody looks at him and is like okay mm-hmm. we need a man to do stuff nobody's looking at him to do it mm-hmm. and since you'll be one of few men around when it's like we need a man to do something. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for what that looks like? I don't think that's going to be a thing. That's not the. That's I don't think they're like. Oh yeah, if a man's here. Go ahead, get on that grill. Go ahead and like. I need help on it. I don't think that. I think your family is so overwhelmingly female dominate, dom, dominated mm-hmm. that like on a low, I kind of 
I feel like they don't look to men to do those stereotypically. They was like, I, I got it. Or I know somebody who's also happened to be a woman who, who, who's going to do this. Mm. It's like, it's not, it's been not a lot of men in your family for so long that like those roles had to be filled. Mm. And that's now, that's now the standard. They're not going to be like, okay, now that a man's here, we can stop doing this thing. Now they just, just, this, this is what they're going to be doing. Mm. That's just my my take on it. No, I think you're probably right. That is probably the way that it will occur. Is that like, okay, there's a man here, cool, but such and such is going to do it. Mm-hmm. What I would prefer to see happen is that people get the benefit of having a man around and like invite you in to do things that people expect a man to do. Like what, it doesn't take have, the track? Yeah, like it doesn't have to be anything extreme, mm-hmm. but like... If there's a house full of women and you're benefiting in the sense that you're eating and communing with these people, like, and this is true for me in any space. Like, if I'm going to somebody's space, even if I'm not the host of the party, can I do something? Can I help y'all clean up? Something like that. Mm -hmm. And I think the same is true in in a Thanksgiving setting of, like, we maybe you can't cook anything, but what can you do to contribute into the contribute in the space, make things easier for the person who's hosting? Can you take out the trash? Yes. Is that something that like we would in general prefer for a man to do? Are you a man in this space? Can you do it? Yes. That is more what I mean as opposed to like, I know you have, I'm not Captain Save a Ho, like I don't need to do everything for every woman everywhere, but I would prefer that if you're around that everybody gets the coverage of having a man around. I I hear where you're coming from on that and I respect it. And I feel like you, 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 you enjoy providing that benefit to the women ar- around you, but I'm covering you. Like I'm your man. I'm not their man. So like, I, like, I, I have no problem, like, you know, when we get together and we like, you know, I take out the trash, see what I can do. Like, you know, make myself available within this communal setting. Like, hey, what can I do? Da, da, da. And because I'm a man, I can do some of those things. But I, it, I guess what I heard you, what I'm hearing or the message I'm hearing from you is it's like, yeah, when I, when you are with me and other women are around, extend to them the same benefits for, of being a man to them as you would to like to you. And I'm like, I no. Like I'm a man, I'm gonna do do my thing, but I'm like, I'm not going like above and beyond to do manly manly shit for them. That's fair. Because like they're there. I'm no, that's I do shit for you. You you my lady, you my woman. I treat you as my woman. I'm not treating them as my woman. Mm-hmm. You if they want the coverage of a man, they gotta get them a man. Mm. I hear what you're saying, babe. I don't disagree with you. So I will separate it into two separate points. The first point is mm. I would prefer that if we are the type of people that we're in, that are invited someplace, mm-hmm. that we offer and extend ourselves to contribute as opposed that. to just being takers. Like I would like for us to be like, okay, like, yeah, we can invite Brandon and Sandra over. We know that they're going to help us out. They're not going to. At least offer. Yeah. Yeah. At least offer. Yeah, so that, that is part one. Mm-hmm. Part two of what I'm saying is, especially in a space where there's only women, Mm -hmm. the things that I would like for you to offer are things that would typically be chores, duties, responsibilities of a man. Those are the two separate things. Okay, so in in offering assistance, the assistance that you you would prefer I would offer is the things that would typically be seen to by 
the man in the family. Yes. Okay, I see. What I don't saying. think that you should okay. have to do every single thing, mm-hmm. but if there is some, if there is a duty that is available and it's something that's typically assigned to a man, mm-hmm. I would like for you to take that duty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Taking that in. Okay, that's different from what you were saying of, or what you heard originally of. If you're around, you got to be the man for everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. I just think that if you're around and there are duties being assigned, mm-hmm. I would like for you to volunteer. That'd be wild. Yeah, it's like, nah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to peel the potatoes. You take out the trash. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? We live in a new world. You know? Every, you know, everybody can do everything everybody can do. That's true. I'm not mad at that. I just think to the first point that you heard of me yeah. like wanting other people to benefit from having a man around, that is true. Like, I think that they're. There is something special about having a man around who is there to take care of you. Mm -hmm. And I think that not enough women get to experience that. And that is unfortunate. And my man, who I love so much, I just be like, okay, let's be nice to them and share a little bit. A little bit, share a little bit of coverage. They gotta get. They gonna have to see through the window, see your coverage, and be like, "Ooh, that look good. I need me some of that." And then they can find them some coverage. If you hear, like, I don't want this to make it sound like, "Oh, I don't go. I don't care about nobody." Yet. Well, kind of, but like, but I don't even know how, how how can I communicate what I'm talking about right now, but. And I understand where you're coming from. It's mm-hmm. just like this, this is cool over here. I want you to see what is what is this all about. I get that. I understand that. Uh, however, I also think that there are some benefits to having a woman in your life. I think it's great. I think it's awesome. I'm not going to be like, babe. You know what I'm saying? Be a, you know what I'm saying? Give him a little taste of what it's like to have a woman in your life by doing some of these some some duties. For for my single brethren, that's 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 close to me. Okay, that's fair. That's that sound wild, though, I right? I mean, that you the way you nodded your head to the side, it looked like break them off a little something. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> non sexual, yes. yeah. The other thing that I'm thinking as I'm like listening to myself say this, that maybe a part of it is uh, showmanship. I think I just want to be like, yes, and it's look at a, a good it's kind man. of a flex, yeah, yeah, like. Ta-da, here's my good man. Look at him doing good manly things. But And they'll see that. As they see as I how I treat you and stuff like that. Yeah. And just like the people close to me, they're gonna see how great a woman you are by how you interact with me. Mm-hmm. How you treat me. And it's like, oh yeah, she's treating him treating him so well. Look how happy he is. Look how happy she is when they're when they're interacting with each other. That looks great. I want that for me too. Okay. Yeah, I think because the, the example that comes to me is when when um oh my god was, um came to visit us. You gotta stop name dropping her on this podcast. Shout out, shout out. No, she popular. We, I we hit don't know. the wrong people, people. People gonna hit us up and be like, "Yo, what's, what's up? What's up? What's up, what's up with your girl?" <laughs> What's up with her? 
I'm sorry. You can bleep this out in post. I could. Write it down. I told her I wasn't gonna. You oh you did. I didn't. I, I was did. not privy to this information. I'm okay. sorry. All right. If you hear this, you can uh you can reach out to me and yell at me if you want. I didn't know. But you know, saying when your friend was in town, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying I, you know we went to get something to eat and I got something to eat and you was telling me you were t- you told me later on that like nah chill he got that that's what I'm thinking you meant by coverage I guess I'm assuming that's what you meant by by coverage like beyond my first impression of like you trying to get me to act like like all these women are I'm I'm their man mm-hmm. but like I think that what you were trying to say was like doing things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we go out to a restaurant and it's like a, we, we're picking up food or something like that. I go get the food and bring it and y'all be chilling at the at the table. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Okay. Like, he can do it. <laughs> He'll be fine. We don't have to help him. He's totally capable. And like, you can relax. Okay. Yeah, that's that. a good example. That's exactly what I'd be thinking of. When you pick us up, I'm like, yeah, this is the life. <laughs> that's, I wonder what... what I wonder what the 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 other side of that looks like. What's the equivalent of that for like on the woman's side? What do you mean, like something that I could do? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like what would that look like for like? I mean, yeah. it depends on what you value, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about what we traditionally assign as values to women, like cooking, cleaning, stuff like that. It's like if I make something, like when I made apple pie and I'm like, oh, I'm going to send you home with a slice for your roommate too. Like, I think he's going to like it. If, hope, he did. Like, give me some feedback. That's what I feel like is an extension mm, of that. I feel that. Yeah. That was good. That was a good pie. Very good pie. You're not gonna convince me to make it again. I wasn't trying to. It seemed that way. No, I, I, I try to put a, I was trying to, it's children listening, maybe. Oh, that pie. <laughs> See how you used to them. You wanted me to share that with your roommate? No. That's okay, not it's so. not for everybody. Well, when you I was talking about the regular pie. I was like, the pie was great. And then I was like, the pie was real good. See? See how where we how we get here? How do we get here? <laughs> because at first when you asked me what womanly duties were and you mm-hmm. click your head to the side, like break the them story off. You heard when I did that, you thought it was like, oh yeah. Go well, ahead. what were you what, what were you thinking? I'm curious what you were thinking. I was thinking on some like, when you bring me a drink, bring everybody a drink. When I bring you, a yeah. Drink. I was, I was in my mind. I was thinking of just like the st- the stereotypical, not stereotypical, but just when you what you see on like TV or like you know oh, when there's guys, yeah, yeah, beer? yeah. I was like, you want some sweet tea? I don't know, some mm, server. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the only thing. I that, that's the only thing that came to mind. Like you know, that lady top. from Black Klansman. Oh my, yeah. One day you're gonna need me for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen Black Klansman, y'all should check that out. It's pretty. It's a pretty interesting movie. Was yeah, it on Netflix? And it, I was gonna say it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. We all got Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, talking about uh, family, family dynamics, especially when we're getting so close to the holidays. The holidays. We're gonna see. Probably gonna see much more of them, more than we've probably seen of them all year. If for for those who don't live close to their families, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm just thinking about and and also within my uh my practice, you know, I'm talking to a lot of my uh my clients about like their trips home and you know what their interactions with their families are gonna look like. You know, 
are they stressing about any boundaries that they you know afraid to cross? You know, there's people who are coming to visit them, and you know they oh, they have the expectation of like, well, now I got to give up my bed because I live in a one bedroom, so I got to give up my bed for my parents to, to stay here, and, and like even though they got money to get for a hotel and stuff like that, so it's like uh, taking you back, home. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I put my foot down on that one. I remember, I, I remember as a kid. Oh, when my oh no, Ain't no the video cut out. Video. All right, well, this sounds like we're gonna cut it off right here. Uh, how we feeling, babe? We're feeling good. I'm gonna follow up with the story another time. Uh, uh thank y'all for listening. Yeah, thank y'all for listening. Yeah, what else? Yeah, we went down memory memory lane. This was complete off dome freestyle. Uh, hope y- yeah, hope y'all enjoy. Uh, we hope y'all have a good holiday. Hope you eat some good food. You know, have some good times with your family or friends. However, y'all just choose to celebrate, and we will see y'all in, in December. In, in December, because there will be no podcast next week because we're going to be gone. Yep. So we'll see y'all in December. Love y'all. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Peace. Peace.